Welcome to the Dogs Are the Best Friends podcast. I'm Emily, and my best buddy, Flynn, is here too. Welcome back. It is a new year, and I know so many people are excited about that, and some people are not. I am choosing to be excited about it. I think we need a fresh perspective, and I'm ready for that. I have talked to, spoken with, interviewed eight people that are ready to share their stories, and I can't wait to share those with you. Welcome back. I have missed you. I am grateful for a little bit of time off, but oh my gosh, we have a great lineup for the next couple months and of course beyond. I'm adding in trivia and some different fun stories. And for example, today, here's your trivia question. How many types of Belgian shepherds are there? Lex and Riot have their own YouTube channel, and it's called Lex and Riot, actually. (laughs) On that channel, they share a lot, everything from preparing food, seeing beautiful places. All of this is within the framework of being nomads. So everything is really a unique perspective because who lives like that, right? Not many of us at all. Lex has a wonderful sense of humor. Her dog has so much personality. I know that you will enjoy her stories. After her interview, I will share the answer to that trivia question. I also have just two fun articles that I will mention about Malinois and other dogs that I found in the news. Enjoy. So Riot is six and a half and she is a, she's technically a Belgian Malinois, but she has a recessive gene for the Belgian Lacanois. So at about the, which is the wire coated version. if you will, of the Belgian shepherd. And so when she was about eight months old, she went from looking like your traditional Malinois to getting this like beard and fuzzy feet. And, um, you know, I called the breeder and I am an avid rescuer, but I uh, was working as a canine trainer. And so she literally became my work partner, not just my life partner, but my work partner. So I did go to a breeder for her and the breeder, um, you know, sent me her lineage and her grandpa over in Belgium was a, was a lock and wow or the wire coated version. So she looks a little different, which I absolutely love, but it confuses people. And they always think that she's a mix. Right. Um, which is fine because uh, you know, whatever she's, (laughs) she's who she is, but yeah, she looks a little different. And, um, She's really neat because I got her at uh, seven weeks old oh, wow. and uh, uh, the rest of her family apparently went to police units and military units, but she is very civil. Like she loves people. She loves kids. Uh, um, when we lived in Chicago, she did therapy dog work at um, nursing homes and uh, an autism foundation. So we would teach the kids with autism how to not be overstimulated by the dog and how to interact with dogs. So she was really good for all of that. Um, and she also did do protection training and she excels at it and loves that uh, wow. as well. Yeah. But her favorite dog sport was Doc Dogs. Where did you get the name Riot? Because that's such a unique name. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> well, currently it's kind of I don't know, you know, it's a controversial name. People are always saying things, you know, because of current era, but it actually was after a rancid song, the band rancid. I want to riot. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It It was just a fun song. And I love that song. So I named her riot after that. 
Um, and like, you know, like laugh riot. I want to have a riot. Like it was supposed to be like jovial and fun and like, yeah. you know, have a riot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, the spirit that it was intended. Absolutely. So too cute. Can you, right. can you sum up like all that she is in a word or two? I try to make people do it in one word, but can you try like one or two words? She's funny. Oh. She's just a funny dog. Yeah. Right. Like, um, and maybe intuitive. Mm. She's very intuitive. Nice. Like there's a wavelength that somehow we decided to share. She's <laughs> like one of those friends where you can just look at each other and know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You, you know, without words. And yeah. she's like that friend. Do you believe in yeah. like heart dogs or soul dogs? Do you think she's one of those for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, in my beliefs believe in reincarnation and I don't think it's a lower version than human to be a dog, if you will. Right. It's just another thing that maybe you have to experience. And yeah, sometimes I wonder if, um, you know, there isn't a past connection or something like that. Cause we, it, there's just a unspoken bond. And I've had many dogs throughout my life, many, many dogs. And I've been very close to many, many dogs, uh, but I do feel like I have a really special bond with her. Uh, what is Miss Riot? Like she said, she's funny. So what does she do that makes you laugh? What kind of things? She just has, she's one of those dogs that has a really outgoing personality. And because I have spoiled her so much, she's cocky. <laughs> she's like got a real diva attitude, not like Sometimes she can be bitchy to like other dogs because she has a sense of superiority. Right. Um, and I mean, I, I am the first to admit I spoiled her. She was my only girl. She was raised uh-huh. with two brothers, if you will, my Labrador and my Rottweiler who've now, you know, passed on, but um, she was always the spoiled little girl, the princess. So like, even the way she'll like look at me and she gets like just a little sass, a little demanding, Um, or like when she goes and she gets pet by someone else, she looks at me for approval. (laughs) It's just, uh, she's just funny in the way that she, she acts. And also for a shepherd, she's a really good mouser and she, but like a typical Malinois, she gets hyper-focused and obsessed. Mm -hmm. So it's just funny because especially out here in the desert, like she'll see that there's a mouse in a bush and that mouse could have moved on. But for the next seven or eight days, she targets that bush just in, like for hours, right. for hours, she'll just stare at a bush yeah. and it just, it cracks me up because I mean, she's so, I wish I had her level of concentration. I get that. I love that. And you're so right. Because if we did, we would get so much done. Imagine how amazing we could be if we could be like a dog. <laughs> yes. Just so single pointed focused on what you want and what you think is like success in life. And even after the mouse has moved away, you're still trying and there's joy in it. She's so happy to do it. It's not like she's stressed out. She's not like, she's not like OCD about it where, you know, some dogs get like themselves anxious. She's not like anxious about it. She's like joyous. She's like, it could be there. It could be there. It could be there. It's like happy. And it just kind of stuff cracks me up. Well, it's like, it's like Flynn. I get that. They, they need a job. Most dogs need a job and they, they were bred a for a job. And if we give them a job, they're so happy They're They feel like they're contributing. Yeah. Don't you think they need that? 
hundred percent. Yeah. She, she did, you know, she worked with me. She was at my side. And uh, when I was a dog trainer, she would come with me to all of my clients as a demonstration of how to have your dog act and how to get it, you know? And so she had a job. So when I sold my businesses and retired, she didn't necessarily want to be in retirement. (laughs) So now that, uh, you know, we travel full time, I have to really dedicate time to make her feel like she has a job still, Interesting. you know, through hiking, through training, through creating little games, making her fetch pieces of firewood, right. you know, like training her to go get the logs. Like she loves, she loves being challenged It's a great idea. so that she's not staring at bushes six hours a day. So that's a great yeah. idea. You have her get firewood and what other kind of jobs do you give her? Cause yeah. I need to keep this boy busy. Cause he's going to drive me crazy if I don't. So what else do you say? Of course. That's great. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, me and my friends used to joke that one of my aspirations in dog training was to become just super fat because I have my dog do everything for me. So I kind of keep that mentality without the actual weight gain. So like I have her fetch my shoes. I taught her how to open the latch on the trailer so that she can open the door herself or I tell her to. Yeah. Um, I have her collect the firewood. I did train her um, on scent detection to the smell of rodents because mice in your RV, in your engine, anything like that, you know, that can be a real problem and it's very prevalent. So I have her actually sniff cars and engines and she'll alert to where mice are. And she found mice in two people's rigs that they didn't know. And one of them um, like had a nest and everything inside his engine compartment. And we were able to find it because I taught her how to kind of like you would scent detect for drugs or, you know, I, I taught her other scent detection in the past. So now I just moved it on to the scent of mice thing. And then I'm an avid hiker. It's one of the reasons that I love a nomad lifestyle is I go to places that I want to hike. I want to do this. Um, I love it too. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. You know, you can, you can spend half your day hiking, half your day working, especially if you work online, because you're much more productive when you have something else you want to do. You're like, okay, I need to wrap this up in four hours or something. So I can take four hours to hike. Right. But, you know, we go hiking two to four hours a day and then she's a water dog. She loves to swim. So as much as possible, uh, I try and find rivers and lakes and different places to take her swimming. Do you have a favorite story to tell about her? You know, the most amazing thing about Riot is by having her be my partner through my through the like, you know, I grew my business with my Labrador as what I would call my demo dog, like the one that I would show clients, you know, my capability. But Riot is such an intelligent dog and she picked up on things so quickly and she can do so many tricks. I mean, she grew my business to the point where I could sell it at, you know, before I turned 40 and start traveling. You know what I mean? And have some freedom. And we're not completely financially independent, but enough to travel for several years. You know what I mean? And and do jobs we want to do instead of jobs we have to do. So the most amazing thing she was, was the best business partner I could have ever asked for, Uh, you know, and, and what I love that we're never apart for her whole six and a half years. I mean, she, she literally came to work with me every day. I mean, I think it's why we're so close is because I mean, we did everything together and we continue to dogs are good at teaching us simplicity. It's like, all you really need is food, water, some shelter, 
a little bit of love, right. you know, a few and toys, <laughs> maybe a, a, yeah, a few toys and, and that's really it. You know, you can have all the bark boxes sent to your house that you want and you're still only going to have a couple favorites anyway. Yeah. So they're very good at teaching us about what's important. Usually I ask people, if you could go anywhere and do anything with your dog, what would it be? So do you have anything left on your bucket list to do with Riot? You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have like infinite travel plans. But Uh one of the things I would really like to do with her is um, go to Alaska, uh, cross borders with her. But like I do obviously have trepidation about crossing borders with a dog. There's special precautions you know, up in Alaska, there's a lot more wildlife. You have to think about safety and whatnot, but I can't imagine going and exploring Alaska without her. (laughs) There's gotta be so many amazing smells for her that she just can't have in the lower 48. So it's just like, it's like a buffet of smell for her, (laughs) um, which could be good and bad depending. They know us dogs are a very, very good mirror for who we really are. Like if a dog is responding to you in a way that you don't like, especially if they don't respond that way to other people, they're putting a mirror in front of your face. You just probably don't want to see it. So true. Very true. Yeah. But they're very good at that. That is so yeah. true. It's so funny. And so I guess the, the question I want to ask you, which I always ask people is, you know, any challenges that you've overcome with her that you'd like to share and, and just give advice on to other people? Yeah. Uh, I, the only real challenge I have with Riot is one, she can be a little bitchy with dogs and really that's just learning what kind of dogs she's going to jive with and what dogs she's going to try and dominate and be like bitchy to. And I have to like warn the owner, they'll probably be friends, but my dog's going to be bitchy at first. Cause your dog is like, you know, which people don't always like, so that's been a challenge, but it's really just communication and knowing your dog and being okay with it. Like that's her personality. I'm not going to change her personality, you right. know? True. Um, that's one. And two is she likes to eat everything. Oh no. So when we were, cam- yeah. So when we were camping by um, uh, Joshua tree last winter, you know, every so often she'll find like food on the ground and, you know, she's like a chow hound. She's very, very food motivated. Well, she ate, maybe part of an edible or something like I don't use cannabis or anything, but she got cannabis poisoning. I had to rush her to the vet and I learned from the vet that it's extremely common, especially since uh, marijuana was legalized and all that because dogs like the smell of like burnt joints and stuff. Like it's kind of like burnt food, I guess, to them or whatever. Okay. But it was very scary because cannabis is super toxic to dogs so she had to stay there and get her entire system flushed. It was Whoa. like a thousand dollar vet bill, like system flushed. Yeah. So I've never run into a problem with her and I watch her very closely, but like, you know, you can't helicopter all the time. And so somewhere along the way, she ate something and must've been on the ground. You know, someone threw something out and um, we were going to go for a hike and all of a sudden she was acting drunk and she couldn't focus her eyes and she was stumbling. And I'm of course panicking. And, um, you know, it just, it was like one of those things that if you have a dog that likes to eat things off the ground and you have them out in new environments, 
you can't protect him a hundred percent. You can do the best that you can. But like now I literally get out of the truck and I scan the like, you know, entire area. If she tries to wander cause she's off leash a lot beyond what I have like approved, I call her back. I'm so glad you shared that. I didn't even realize. I mean, I know it's toxic to them, but I didn't even think about when we're traveling. Of course, it's going to be around all over. I, you know, you shared so much and I'm so grateful for you to take this time and do this. And then is there anything else that you want to share from your heart about your baby girl or about dogs in general? Oh, I think dogs are just a blessing. You know, they're, they're us without the cockiness of our conscience. They're um, so they're like what we could aspire to be if we didn't have such strong egos. Um, which is why I think, you know, we can appreciate them for, for showing us how to live more honestly. Uh, like if we could just be a little bit more like our dogs, we would forgive so much quicker. You know, you could get mad at someone and then, you know, bite them and then move on and be best (laughs) friends again immediately. It's amazing. You know, you take pleasure in the simplest, like they literally stop and smell the roses. You know, they take time for everything. You can't find an animal that lives in the moment better and more joyfully. I mean, they're all about joy. And uh, I think, you know, when we slow down and we really watch how our dogs interact with the world, it can teach us a lot about how maybe we could be happier interacting with the world as well. Thank you. Great words of wisdom for sure. Thank you so much. It's so fun talking to you about dogs. I love it. I love it. Love it. Thank you. I could talk about dogs all day. (laughs) Isn't Lex great? She's so personable and so smart and well-spoken. And most of all, she loves dogs. I will link to her YouTube channel and everything else. So be sure to check those show notes. This first article comes from National Geographic. And the title is, Dogs Put Their Noses to Work, Saving Wildlife. How cool is that? We picture dogs that trek down wildlife when they shouldn't be. But there's some amazing work going on. And then they have these dogs, like this Belgian Malinois that first mentioned, named Pepin. This dog has been to Zambian savannas to find evidence of lions, leopards, and cheetahs. And he's also been to the tropical rainforest in Myanmar searching for wild elephants. Now this dog uses his nose to do something kind of different. It's not to smell them like their skin. It's to find their um, droppings. This same Malinois not only found (laughs) dung all over the world, but it also was able to locate dung that lay, and this is quote, on the stream's bottom under 10 inches of cold, fast flowing water. Unquote. My mind is blown. The second article is just a short one from the Post and Courier out of South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, I should say. And the title is Who's a Good Service Member? Meet Some of South Carolina's Military Dogs. Now they have a gorgeous picture of a gorgeous Belgian Malinois doing some agility. And they talk about how dependent they are on these dogs. Even in this year, well, this is from 2020, just barely, but even In this current time that we're in, they said that there's nothing like a dog. And between the technology and everything else we have, dogs still beat it when they're detecting explosives and, of course, protection and all sorts of things. So we rely on dogs for so many different areas of our lives and areas apparently 
of nature that we didn't even realize. Okay, so here's the answer to the trivia question. Are you ready? Now, if you're listening to Lex, she talked about a Belgian Malinois, her dog. So that's one. She also mentioned the Lacanois or Lacanois. They're said a couple different ways. I had to look it up, to be honest with you. That is the more wire-coated dog. Then there's also the Groendal, and then there's the Tavern. So they have four different kinds of dogs that they all look different, but they're under the umbrella name or breed of Belgian Shepherd. I hope you learned something. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed the interview. As you watch your dog, watch their nose and think about what we've talked about. Peace be with you. Talk to you next week.